Today is Friday, October 19th, 2018. Uh, man. <laughs> you know, I hadn't really, you know, I hadn't really recorded for a little bit. And I don't even know now to string together my thoughts to put this together, but I want to um, do it because I need to. This is kind of my space and how I kind of help to, um, I don't know, stoke the fires of creativity. But at the same time, um, I'm able to reflect upon things that could be tough for me. Um, so, yeah. It's just, it's one of those, it's one of those ways I do it, but, um, I am from Panama City, Florida. Um, by now, any of you who have watched the news, you know, at least that a, a hurricane decimated my city, um, leveled it. And, um, you may see things that you think are what happens when a natural disaster happens, but I'm going to tell you. Um, yeah, you have no idea unless you've truly been into the city, unless you see how things work. Um, it's, it's, I think I titled this, what I titled my poem last night that I wrote, but I actually published today was one week later. So of course it hit 10, 10, 18. Um, you know, it's been one week. I mean, one week was Wednesday. Um, really, I just had been struggling. So for me, I was on vacation. And then this decided to come and just ruin my vacation. Um, and, I'll, and I'm going to break down, you know, this for you. So literally, no power, no water for six days until I came out further west um, to stay with a friend. Why I'll work, uh, because in my job, I work remote. Uh, it's not remote. I work in the field. So I, all my work is out and about. And so it, it keeps me, you know, going. Now, the stores that I have in Panama City, most are down. I can't really <laughs> visit them, but I do, you know, further west, I have stores and that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, It's just it's tough to really <laughs> try to put this together for y'all, but I'm 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 really trying uh, to really kind of walk you through. Um, you know, there's a lot of this back and forth online and all that stuff about how people judge us, how people. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. In this life, you shouldn't really give two shits what someone has to say about you, because people talk about people all the time. But if someone has feedback, if someone has a critique that can grow you, hey, I'm a, I'll sit out at this table. I'll drink of this cup. I have no issue of that. But I think people are quick to tell people what to do. Um, here's a poem that I kind of wrote, and, and, you know, just something like I witnessed um, last week. I witnessed a few things. I. I saw tragedy bring a collective unity. I also saw fear erode people's humanity. 
I've seen people do amazing things, cut down trees, pull people out of homes, give water, give food, give their necks to a neighbor. And I've also seen people um, let their fear override how their morals work and, and just decide to take things into their own hands and go take things and steal from people and try to hurt people. And, huh. It's an experience that I will never forget as long as I live. Um, and as a father, my son was with me and actually his brother was too. And the one thing, one experience from it that has really been tough for me is I feel like a shitty dad. Um, this storm was set to be a cat three, but it just kept intensifying. So by the time the storm was on my doorstep, it was too late to leave. Now we as Floridians, we've always been prepared for storms. And the thing about it is, you know, people are like, Oh, well, you know, you guys, unlike Louisiana tech, any other state, we know about hurricanes. We are built, we are bred, we are prepared. But the thing about it is, is when mandatory evacuation orders come and things like that, people start to buy gas. People start to do this. So it put it, it put it in a tough position where it intensified to where you want to go. You can't go because you're going to be stuck on the road. And the thing about it is, I think. I, you know, I really don't care what anyone has to say about me staying. I feel horrible as a father that my son had to go through it. Um, but he was safe the whole time and we were very blessed. We didn't have any damage to the home. Um, it just was a scary day, you know, um, he slept through most of it in a closet <laughs> under my stairs. He was, uh, it was good. So it was the after that was tough. Um, having to, um, having no running water, having no power. Um, and being in the dead of Florida and it's heat, it's hot, it's 80, 90 degrees every day and just trying to conserve your energy, but yet wanting to go out and help people get water, help people uh, make phone calls because the phones were down. Um, you've probably read the story. I'm not, I'm not one to ever throw blame because things could happen and things could happen to anybody. I seen one of the towers that got pulled out of the ground. It looked like a little kid kicked over some toys. That's how bent up this tower was. Um, but I felt bad as a dad because my son had to experience it. But as a father, it was also a lesson that's monumental for his life. No matter what, there were experiences that he experienced through this that make him a better kid and will make him a great man. Um, before I left Panama and I came out west, um, I told him, I said, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give away some of my clothes because I imagine some people might need them. And, um, and he was like, well, Dad, I want to give away some of my toys. You know, let's go pick out some toys and give to other kids, you know. And, um, and so, um, you know, having to... To basically shower with baby wipes, having to, you know, you know, have have your life kind of stop, you know, being able to try to go to sleep. But, you know, because there were people who were breaking into people's homes, barricading the door and staying up and just kind of, you know, not sleeping well because you just didn't know trying to protect your, my family and sirens helicopters going off at all times of the day all times of the night that's all you hear you know um life kind of comes to a halt and in those moments you realize you 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 realize quickly like you know this 
this is what it is. Like it, you, there's nothing around it. For six days, I didn't take a shower. Six days. I did not know what it was to to take a shower. Um, and for me, I'm a person who, of course, I like to be clean. I like to smell good. But I love hot showers. I love hot baths. That's my thing. If I have a long day at work and come home, that is my amenity of life. And when someone takes the forget, like, I like video games, but forget games, forget even watching sports. I'll give those up to take a hot bath any day. And to basically not be able to take one was shattering. So shattering that when I, when my ex-wife finally got power and water, because she lives on the beach, and it didn't take as much um, loss as we did in town. She let me shower. I cried like a baby as soon as the hot water touched me. And I couldn't put my mouth, because the whole time, I, you know, I was trying to, to be strong so that I did not scare my son or that he wasn't worried. And there were a few moments when driving through the city, he was in my back seat. I, I cried and I was able to pull it together. It was one of those moments I couldn't pack my emotions up. It just, it kind of came out. And it, it kind of, that's what it was. And it was tough. It was tough. And, um, I just, I never known what it was like to need a hot shower that bad. So, you know, um, this week I return back to work Tuesday. Um, it, it has not been easy, but every day I meet someone who's displaced. Everyone, every day I've had a conversation with someone and it's touched my heart. And, and the first day I met a young lady, Gladys, she was older. She had locked her phone up and she was just upset because she needed to call family. And, you know, of course, she was on a carrier that was down and was coming back up. And uh, I just did not want to see her cry. And myself and a rep, we basically helped her get past her issue and, and made her day golden. And uh, she cried. She hugged both of us. And I never, for me, what I'm battling out here is guilt. I, I feel guilty because I'm in a safe space. I have air conditioning. I have water, running water. I have the comforts that I'm used to but really not i mean it's not my home but i am appreciative of the space that i've been given because i have free run um but i feel like in a box sometimes I don't really i really don't haven't been enjoying stuff i just work i work and then i get off um it's tough but we try to make the best of you know what we are and what's going on and that's all I've been trying to do. I've just been trying to be, you know, like a a, a decent, a decent human being, um, respectable, and um, I don't know. I, there are days where I get really sad, and there are moments where it just really hits me, and I can't control myself, and I, I really start to weep, and I'm reminded by so many people who have so much more. So much less, I mean, than me. And I've experienced so much more trauma to be the light in darkness. And 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 the difference between now at 33 than when I would be at 23 in a traumatic situation is I know my pain. I know the guilt I feel. I know I felt shitty as a dad. 
And, um, you know, I know just the traumatic experiences I felt myself, but I don't have to try to overarch and overreach. The difference at 23 was, is that I was a stone wall and would just be light, be light, even as I was breaking. Um, I was light. At 33, I'm genuine and I'm authentic. I am light. I cry. I weep. I sing. I laugh. We have all experienced in the, in the panhandle some pain, but we've also seen people be great. And for that, I am amazed. And it continues to inspire me each day when I get my ass out of bed to go to my job that some people don't even have. If someone was to take away basic necessity from you, water and power, what would you do? How would you survive? And that's the question some people say, I don't know how you did it. It just, it just comes natural. But the thing that I caution to people, you must never ever allow your fear to override your morals or to erode your humanity. And a lot of times people, people do that. And it's natural because fear rules us all sometimes. You got to be stronger than that. I was blessed. And um, to those in Panama City, you may never hear this. Because like I said, I get 10 people viewing it, listen to it. Um, I am My heart is with you. I pray for you every day before I start my work. And I pray for you as I'm going to bed. We will come back stronger. And some of you will not come back at all. You will leave. You will leave your families. You will take your families and move them. But we will all share an experience that I think hopefully defines us better. Because the thing about these experiences like this is a natural disaster, so catastrophic as this, it brings people together and bonds them together for life. It allows them to remember the time when their humanity was basically reduced to nothing. No longer can you judge someone because of how they look or what they wear. Because guess what? You're standing in that same soup kitchen. This hurricane's a lesson to America. And if you listen to this, you need to understand as an American where you sit in your home, comfortable. If a natural disaster ripped out of your life, if you had to make decisions like conserving food, throwing all your food away, Barricading your doors, pooping in a bag, <laughs> showering with baby wipes. If you had less than me, if you weren't as prepared as me, and you were like these people who are going into businesses and taking essentials, if you had no supplies, then you now become a looter. That's not a looter. That's a survivor to me. Looters are people who kick in people's um, front doors in their homes. To steal TVs and shit like that they don't need. Excuse my language. But my point is, is there is a narrative that the media is putting that is stupid. 
but I don't care about the media because when I, for the company that I worked for, uh, two years ago, we went through a media circus and every day I went to work, I felt so alone because every day I was getting yelled at about something that was out of my control, similar to one of these carriers that I've been through. It's not okay to treat people like crap. People make mistakes. Let's figure it out. Let's work together. But what do we learn from this? You know what I learned? My girlfriend once told me that I have a survivor's mentality, not a thriving one. I do not know how to enjoy my life fully. I live to survive. I'm living to survive one thing after the next, always looking for the next bad thing to happen. And when she said it to me, I didn't really know how to take it. Kind of hurt my feelings at first. But then I sat back and I reflected and I went, you know what? She's right. There was only one time. I won't say one time. Three times that I know of that I was fully in a moment, fully thriving, not thinking about the next thing, not thinking of what's about to go wrong. And they come in this order. The day I got married. The day I had my son and this year when I left the, the country and I went on vacation to Mexico. <laughs> Those three moments for me, perfect tens. The rest of my life, <laughs> degreeing from one to an eight. There's not even a nine in that book. That's how crazy my life has been. So for me, it's natural, okay to survive. And I'm going to push myself and I'm going to get up and I'm going to cry, but I'm going to beat it. It will not beat me. And for any of you who ever listen to this, especially if you're from Panama City, get up and take every day as it is yours. Because if you have another day, you have been blessed with another one. No matter if you lost your home, no matter if you lost everything. Because there's someone to the left and right of you who did... Who, Who's in the same predicament. I hope the one thing I hope this experience will give is it will allow people to remember what it's like to be human. Doesn't matter if you're black. Doesn't matter if you're white. Doesn't matter where the fuck you're from. Excuse my language again. But I'm passionate about this because of the point is this. We are human beings. We are one species. And hurricanes don't give two fucks if you're black, white, Green or yellow, they take lives. I love you all. And every day I pray for you. Stay strong. Keep fighting. Yeah, we're 850 strong. She knows it. <laughs>